His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Now, don't get mad at me for saying this. I'm just reporting the facts, apparently. Okay, Okay, so a study found that Greer, South Carolina drivers are the worst in the country. No, come on. Yep, the absolute worst. Out of all the cities in America... This website, Insurify, put Greer at the top of their list of bad drivers. Wait, I, come on. I know, I know. Have Don't they never been to New York City? <laughs> I mean, I've been to Jersey, Tampa Bay, Dallas. All right, well, just like Rob, not everyone agrees with what this study found. Wouldn't call them the worst, but I haven't driven in many, many other places. I'm not sure if it's as bad as Atlanta, but there's definitely some rough drivers out there (laughs) driving aimlessly, not sure where they're going, but they'll get in front of you, that's for sure. So according to this study, Greer drivers are 103% more likely to get a speeding ticket, 63% more likely to get into an at-fault accident, and 34% of drivers have an at-fault driving incident on their record. Have they not been to the Beltline on D.C.? <laughs> oh, my. No way. You know what? Have an idea. Oh, yeah? It's time to prove this wrong. Oh. And the only way to do that is to have an eyewitness account, wouldn't you say? Yes, that's true. So let's send Jim Mann out Whoa. on a man on a mission to Greer, South Carolina, on the roadways to report to you the facts. What? what? The facts that in Greer, people do drive safely. Where did they hit me? No one's going to hit you. <laughs> don't, don't believe speed. it. Don't speed. Don't do, do need okay. to wear a helmet? Uh, no. Okay. Here, take these little goodie bags with you. All right, you I'm doing it. If you see someone driving well. That's a good idea. Bless them with a gift. That's a good idea. <laughs> so if by chance you are in Greer and you see... His radio pull up behind you, that would be Jim Mann on a man on a mission. And if you are driving nicely, he's going to reward you. Yeah. He's not handing out tickets. No. Well, that would be cool if we had ticket, like concert tickets. Oh. But no, no, he won't be handing out speeding tickets or anything like that. No speeding tickets, (laughs) but maybe a ticket. Mm. Mmm. Go, Jim. What are you doing standing around? Hurry up. You got this, Jim. <laughs> so it's a man on a mission. Buckle He's up. headed to Greer. He's going to see if you're driving safely, and if he does find you driving safely, you might get a ticket of a different persuasion. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Jim's on a mission and proving one thing. And what is Jim proving this morning? That Greer drivers are, in fact, not the worst in the nation, which a new study announced. And that, come on, that can't be. Yeah, so, out of every city in America, Greer is the worst, apparently. That's crazy. So Jim is on the streets of Greer, South Carolina. Did you pull in? Did you pull somebody over? Uh, well, I came into a gas station because I saw people coming in here with their blinkers on All and right. doing the right thing. So I thought I'd... Uh, Stop somebody here. Let me see if I can do this without getting run over. <laughs> <laughs> you Damn, won't. What you, are you saying? You won't get run Is that over. Commentary? <laughs> yes. Well, everyone's kind of going in. Hello, the- ma'am. Uh, I'm from his radio, and uh, they, we heard there's a report that people in Greer, South Carolina, are the worst drivers in the nation. Have you heard that? No, I heard it. Well, we noticed that you came in without hitting anybody or anything. <laughs> so we think you're a great Greer driver. Thank you. So we're going to give you something from the station. Is that all right? 
Okay, you can have that. Start your day off good. Now, don't uh, don't be hitting anything on the way out. Yeah, who All is right. who is she before she takes off? What's your name? Cassandra. It's Cassandra. Look, you she's buckling here? up. Yeah. Have you have you been hit? Uh-uh. Okay, there you go. Okay, what have you noticed so far since she's she's in the car getting ready to drive? Ow, my foot. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Cassandra. Drive safely. Uh, okay, so now I'm curious, Jim. You just handed her a bag. What's in the bag? Well, she's in a hurry to go. It's uh, We got like a beach ball. It's radio beach ball. We've got uh, CDs, sunglasses, a bumper. In case she's coming off of your car. I'm just kidding. There's no bumper in there. A bumper sticker. Is there anything yeah. else? Um, yeah. There's sunglasses, which will help keep the sun out of their eyes so they can see properly. Two CDs and a nice bag. The bag itself is a prize. Okay. <laughs> and, of course, the one holding it, handing it out. Yes, we have another good driver here. How you doing? What's your name? Cynthia McCoy. Cynthia McCoy, ladies and gentlemen. You live in Greer? I do. Have you been in an accident this week? I have not. Did you know that they say that uh, drivers in Greer are the worst drivers in America? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Well, we want to reward you for coming in here without hitting the gas pumps. So <laughs> so we got something from his radio, a little beach ball and sunglasses, CDs, bumper stickers, and stuff like that. Is that all right? All right. And don't don't hit me on the way up. Oh, I'm going to get a hug. Oh, You're getting a hug. Yeah. Hugging Jim. Look at that. <laughs> What did, you, what did she say? Have a nice day, and she oh. can give me a hug. So sweet. <laughs> so I think the mission is complete. Jim Mann has just proved that people who drive in Greer are not the worst drivers in the nation. He's just He just proved that through and through. That's right. Thank you, Mr. Jim Mann. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. So Allison revealed not too long ago that she was in a parking lot one day, and she went to get in her car. Turned out to be the wrong car. Yeah. I thought you were telling the story. No. <laughs> yeah, I, but I just car. did. <laughs> but I realized it because I was like, there was a lot of garbage on the floorboard. So it seemed like, well, this isn't the car that I remember. It was my car? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Would have been crazy if she was able to start it. I got into the wrong hotel room one time because I lost my key after a run and I took a shower and somebody else's shower didn't know it until I went to look for my suitcase and it was somebody else's suitcase. Has there ever been a time you got mixed up into something? 800-447-7234. Carrie is along with us. How about your story, Carrie? This actually happened on our wedding day. My husband, about an hour and a half before the ceremony was supposed to start, was getting dressed. And he's 160 pounds, size 30 weight. Went to put on the coat for his tuxedo. And they had given him, like, a size 48 or 50 coat that wrapped around him tight. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> we had a mad rush. Like, people who could ran over there, told him that mixed up and he got the coat switched out before the ceremony but it was like of all day <laughs> to mix something up it would have been great if he if you couldn't get the coat and he had this big <laughs> monster of a tent on him on his own wedding exactly that would have been a fantastic story <laughs> mornings with rob allison and jim thinking about the moment that you got mixed up it was like wait a minute i was supposed to be and i'm but what 
800-447-7234. Kathy texted, I went to the funeral home to pay my respects to the family of a friend, waited in line two hours, got to the viewing, and realized I was at the wrong funeral home. I graciously paid my respects to strangers and left like nothing happened. I guess that's easy enough to do. Oh, my goodness. Two hours. I know. That person was really loved. That yeah, they that's paid, true. <laughs> paid your respects for by accident. Jason's along with us. What's your story, Jason? Yes, I was maybe 17, 18. I was with my grandparents, and uh, me and my grandmother were up in Spartanburg shopping over at the, uh, what is now Hamrex, used to be Goodies. And we're coming across the parking lot, and I see a lady in the distance, and from the side profile, she looks a lot like my aunt. And uh, and, and the closer I get, I'm like, ain't Angie, ain't Angie, what are you doing up here? Hey, hey, hey. So I get within about probably the five-foot mark of her, and I said, where did you get this goofy hat? And she turns around, and it's not her. <laughs> that, that, that made it a ten times worse. Of course. <laughs> yeah, right? Can you imagine? Oh, what's wrong with my hat, kid? Oh, that must happen to you all the time, Jim. Yeah. About my hat? <laughs> yeah. Where'd you get that large hat? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's has, never happened. Has anything ever... Have you ever got mixed up? <sighs> well, I'm, I'm trying to... This I've never told anybody here yet, but I was hired Uh-oh. by a different radio station. I just showed up here by mistake, and... I've been here ever since. I was wondering. Yeah. You kind of looked like a lost puppy dog yeah. when you came in. <laughs> Rob, Allison, and Jim. Okay, there's those times you get mixed up. Maybe like Allie, where you sit down in the wrong car. Mm-hmm. Or my husband, who wore my tank top to the gym and yeah. wondered why his tank top was so tight. And, and didn't realize there were frillies <laughs> on it. <laughs> no, it was a funny? black tank top. It had all these nice little flower prints on it and everything. He thought he was getting really buff. Yeah, because <laughs> it was so tight. I went into somebody's hotel room by accident, took a shower after a long run, and uh, realized it wasn't my hotel room after I showered. So oh. awkward. Duh. <laughs> my son Zammy loves that story. He asked me to tell it to him all the time. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Some people are even calling and texting about their stories about getting mixed up. Yeah, way from Brian said one time, as a kid, I jumped on a woman's shopping cart and cheered because she had pork chops. It wasn't until I looked up at her that I realized she wasn't my mom. Can you imagine <laughs> some kid jumping randomly on your cart? Pork chops, ice cream. <laughs> You're not mom. <laughs> Daniel's along with us. Okay, Daniel. Oh, this is Pastor Daniel. What's your story, man? Ten years between me and my next brother. So my mom, when I was five or six or seven, eight, nine, and that would always take me grocery shopping. And I always took the groceries out in the buggy and I would put the groceries in the car. So when I turned 14, I got my first job, grocery store, bag boy. I was just happy as I could be. This little old lady come through my line. Me and her were talking and I was putting her groceries in her back seat. And I put her groceries in her car, pushed the buggy back up to where the buggies go, walked back to the car and sat down with her. And she said, young man, can I help you? And because I, I had normally done that with my mom. Oh, it, <laughs> it was something I did. And I looked at her and I said, well, ma'am, I said, I always do this with my mom. It's just what I do. I said, how close do you live to the store? And she didn't live but like two blocks. 
I said, I will go home with you and take your groceries out. There was nobody in her house, house to take her, help her take her groceries out. Her husband had passed away, and she lived by herself. Now, that, Pastor Daniel, that is the coolest thing, that you actually did that. I bet you that meant the world to her. Yeah, it was a mix-up that turned into a little blessing. Isn't that cool? I can see Jim actually doing this. We can send him to the grocery store. Mm, I do it all the time. I just jump in people's cars. And help them unload their Yeah. I can see that. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Try it, buy it, what should you do? Why not ask his morning crew? It's a crew review. It's a crew review. It's a crew review. I'm always looking for new ideas when it comes to my paleo diet that I have my whole family on. Sometimes I'm not too creative when it comes to snacks. Have you guys come across anything new? Clara of Columbia. Yes, Clara. In fact, we've been looking for these kind of things for Jim Mann, because Jim, you're still doing paleo, right? I am. I've lost like 117 pounds. <laughs> How much? 12, right? Last time you told 14. me. 14. Wow. It just keeps dropping. It does. Oh, it's all over the place. <laughs> oh, yuck. Oh, I stepped in. <laughs> Sounds gross. Well, I found this clean ingredient beef jerky from hormone-free, 100% grass-fed beef. It's uh, free of gluten, soy, dairy, artificial preservatives, and refined sugar. So it's perfect for people like you guys that are doing the paleo thing, or sugar detox, or low carb, or Whole30. (laughs) So try it. Okay. This is called Sophia's Survival Food. Yeah, and I'm surviving off of spicy beef jerky this morning. You got the spicy. We have the original. Okay. (laughs) Beef jerky chews. It tastes like beef jerky. You know, Sophia, the owner, who this is named after, Sophia's Survival Food, she actually also wrote us a nice little letter. And says, wishing Jim a fast and smooth recovery. Mm. Our beef jerky is not only paleo, but also keto compliant. And keto has been shown to help treat cancer. Oh, keto is neato. I came up with that myself. She was on a paleo diet for a few years and had a tough time finding foods that didn't have chemical preservatives, and that's how she came up with this product. She made her own. Yeah. Pretty smart. Gluten? Did you say it was gluten free? Mm-hmm. Gluten free too. My wife's on that gluten free diet. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is so nice. I, I'm going to give mine a thumbs up. I like the spicy. I like the fact that it's zero carbs. Oh, who doesn't? <laughs> and Jim likes to eat. So there you go. There is the crew review. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. His radio's 100 Days of Summer. It's time to claim your family staycation. Angela Warren. Where are you, girl? It's time to claim your staycation with 100 Days of Summer. Yeah, they're a family of four. Molly is 17, Gus is 13, and they just love spending time together as a family. And they say staycations would be perfect because they're working on their debt snowball with Dave Ramsey. So they could still stay on a budget and have some fun together. Allison can tell you that works. Yeah, we're debt free. (laughs) She went through that herself. (laughs) So if you know Angela and Molly and Gus and whatever their dad's name is, Text them and let Angela Warren know she has about 10 minutes to call in and claim her staycation. But she has to do that now. Angela Warren, we're looking for you to claim your staycation. Call 800-447-7234 in the next 10 minutes to claim your family staycation. Your time starts now. Uplifting and encouraging. 
It's His Radio's 100 Days of Summer. Time to give away another great family staycation. And this is Angela Warren. You are? What city do you live in? In Wasserboro. I have one more question. How do you spell your first name? A-N-G-E-L-L-A. Nice. Okay, we got the real Angela. (laughs) Well, it's time to send your family to a game at the Charleston River Dogs and see some baseball with your family. Nice little staycation for you. It seems like you and Allison have something in common, and that is Dave Ramsey. We're trying. It's a challenge, but we are um, trying to make it work out. Hopefully, we'll be successful like Allison was. Awesome. Any idea when you'll be doing your debt-free scream? Oh my goodness. I hope probably, I hope in the next year or two. I mean, they say 18 months, so we'll see. Our daughter's a um, senior in high school this year, so there's a lot going on with her and then thinking about college and all that. So, (laughs) Well, you stick with it because you're going to make it. We hope so. Thank you so much. Keep listening for your chance to win a great family staycation. Register your family today at hisradio.com. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Our producer is Jim Mann, and he has, if you don't know already, a really strong feeling for cats. And so we're privileged and we're honored to once again have another cat story from Uncle Jim. Yes, you're so lucky. Uh, Wes goes down into Florida. Don't know if anybody has been into Florida. I've been there a couple days, but down in New Smyrna Beach, there was a, a little kitty cat that wandered into a generator at the beachside Publix. Ooh. Uh, where shopping wasn't such a pleasure for this little fella. <laughs> Got his little head stuck, you know, like in the in the frame of the generator. There's like these little holes. He stuck his little head in the hole, which apparently was even littler. And there he was, stuck. So sad. Oh, that is sad. So the people at Publix called Engine 52, who came to the rescue, and uh, they just kind of greased his head down a little <laughs> and was able to safely push Good. him out. Good. <laughs> is that the sound it made? Yes. <laughs> just like it. So, so the little kitten is so happy, and the family apparently was where they were all just little strays, so they, they took him somewhere, and hopefully we'll get uh, the family adopted. Good. Isn't that exciting? So from the uh, generator to a rescue. Yes. Thank you, Engine 52. What kind of cat hangs out in your house? House cat. What kind of cat hangs out in the alley? What kind of cat is a chocolate candy bar? That's a good cat. Yeah. What kind of cat are you? What kind of cat are you? Tell me, tell me true. What kind of cat are you? I'll give you those clues. What kind of cat are you? my whiskers. Rob, Allison, and Jim. My son starts kindergarten next week, and I'm jogging back and forth between really excited for him and wanting to sob uncontrollably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so don't you dare tell me how fast it all goes because I know. <laughs> I get it. Although I'm inspired by this couple, Vicki and Jeff Pepper. They took some spoof photos announcing their empty nest. Just like someone might announce a pregnancy these days or the start of a school year. It's got a little chalkboard and it says empty nest August 2018. 
Vicky wrote, 20 years ago, we didn't have gender reveal parties, portraits in beautiful fields with baby shoes to announce a pregnancy, nor did we have baby photos on a blanket with a circle around the number showing how old they were. We drove our babies to Sears or Olin Mills to get the photos. So in honor of our next chapter, here you go. She wanted a chance to have one of those creative photos and decided to do that with their empty nest. Nice. And it's going crazy viral. I mean, uh, a lot of people can relate because this couple just dropped their baby off at college, but they're trying to stay positive. Their kids are doing great. And so they're looking at this new chapter with excitement. They're celebrating their 25th anniversary in September. And I think a lot of people really appreciate the way that their perspective on all of this. And that's why it's gotten 37,000 shares. And listen, when our first left the house, we're not empty nest yet. We still have another 10 years. Mm -hmm. Our kids are spread out 10 years apart from each other. Mm -hmm. That's how you don't have an empty nest. Right. <laughs> you spread them out like that. But I still remember when Wes left and he went off to Iraq. Mm. And we're like, this is going to feel like forever. And then all of a sudden, it was six years later and he's back. Wow. And now it's almost 12 years later mm -hmm. and we get to enjoy him when we visit him in Florida. Yeah. It's a cool new chapter. That's right. Every you know season has, has something to enjoy. Yeah, so might as well enjoy the seasons we are in right now, right? Exactly. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Myrtle Beach, McDonald's. It was an average day, actually in Conway. You know that one that you drive by going into Myrtle Beach all the time that a lot of people stop at? Well, there was a the, the attendant in that drive-thru that got a a very good surprise. You see, 16-year-old Cecily decided, I'm going to sing my order, and it turned out like this. Well, I want a number six super size oh. with a Sprite and much fries. Must be ketchup only, please. But don't you forget the cheese. I got a sweet tooth. She good or what? Good. She does her old order like this and then wraps up the order with this punchline. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? She posted that on Facebook. She got the attention of the Today Show. They even flew her up. She got a selfie with Hoda, Fun. which is so cool. I was looking on her Facebook page. I'm like, she sounds like a very interesting, cool kid. She she leads worship and sings at her church. She clearly loves Jesus. She goes to Ground Zero events all the time. And can you imagine Monday when she starts in high school? Mm. She's going to be the celebrity. talk of high school yeah. already, right? That's so cool. What a gift she has. And I think that should be like a mandatory rule now for her. She has to sing her order. Yeah, she I mean, had come on. a group of friends in the car with her. <laughs> yeah. So now, I mean, she's she's in all the time. Next stop will be Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. More than just pretty voices. We love our dogs. We like to take them everywhere with us, right? Yes, we do. But sometimes when you're out there shopping like we do all the time, uh, there's some places your dogs can't go into, obviously. You know, grocery stores, stuff like that. And uh, that's an issue. You can't, you don't want to keep the dog in the car because then it gets hot out there. You got to crack the windows, all this kind of stuff. Well, there is something that's come out called Dog Spot. Dog Spot. It's like a little house, little dog house looking thing. It sits outside the door of the establishment. And uh, you get a little app where you can like reserve a time for your dog to go in there. And your app can unlock it. Your dog goes in there. It's air conditioned. Mm. It's heated. You know, depending on the time of the year. 
and uh, it's big, big enough for the big dogs, and obviously roomy for the little dogs. And they go in there, they read little dog magazines and stuff like that, or whatever dogs do. Uh, it's vet approved. It's got UV lights that kill the bacteria in between each dog. So, you know, it's not it's always concerned. clean. Okay. Always clean. And you got a puppy cam where you can watch, make sure your dog's okay. Mm-hmm. Isn't that exciting? That is exciting. Do they have them around here? You know what? I'm glad you asked. There is a mall in Anderson, South Carolina that has this in there. Huh. Is that exciting? Have you used it yet? No. Well, they allow cats in these. Because it does say dog on the side, doesn't it? Yeah, people don't normally walk their cats to uh, uh, shopping and stuff. But you can bring your cat with you. You just put that in the purse. Kids? Kids? You, yeah, you can put your kid in there. Yeah, no, you can't. They might frown on you, though, okay? I mean, it's got the camera. It's climate controlled. Yeah, you can lock need, the thing. We need to watch her carefully. <laughs> Give them an iPad and, hey, they're fine. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Reggie Nelson, he's a real go-getter. He's not the type just to wait for an opportunity to come to him. He goes out and gets it. He's a college student, and he got this crazy idea. To knock on doors in the wealthiest neighborhood in London and ask the people that live there, what did they do to become successful? The pitch when I knocked on people's doors was, my name's Reggie, I'm from East London. I came to Kensington, Chelsea because I researched that this is the wealthiest area in the UK and I just wanted to know what schools and colleges you had that allowed you to live in a wealthy area like this so that I can extrapolate that and use that for myself. I mean, let's be honest, this is a kind of a risky move. It sure like, is. You don't know what the response is going to be, but I guess, you know, he thought, well, the worst they can do is slam the door on my face, mm-hmm. and I'm no worse off than I am now. So one of the homes he visited turned out to be the home of an executive at an equity firm. The executive was so struck by Reggie's drive that he invited him inside his home for a chat. Eventually, that led to a high-powered internship. Uh, this probably doesn't surprise you, but when it came around for his internship to start, Reggie showed up an hour early. <laughs> <laughs> he beat out thousands of people for that job. Simply by knocking door to door in a very well-to-do neighborhood just to find out how did you become successful? What colleges do I need to go to? Isn't that proof? Like people that are successful, a lot of them, they want to help you. They want to show you the path mm-hmm. they took. They want to teach and learn, you know, help other people learn and share their wisdom. And all it took was him knocking on the door. And that internship, <laughs> I'm thinking, is probably going to turn into a great job for him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've heard that over and over again. If you want to be successful, you go ask the people that are where you want to be in whatever field that may be and, mm-hmm. and uh, talk to them. And they usually do love to share the information. And aren't you also supposed to dress for the job you want, not the one you have? What are you saying? <laughs> You want to be a farmer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's in jeans and his blue plaid today. What? Where's your corn cob pipe? It's in the car. Blowing the bubbles out of it. Yes.